homeschooling isn't just about education. It's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about a lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jackie and I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank. The Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast is about community, family, education, and life. I believe that these are the things that matter to homeschool families. Tune in each week and let's talk. I'll bring you a message from my heart, an expert interview, or an interview with the ultimate homeschooling experts, homeschool families like yours. Remember to check the link in the show notes below and you'll find an article that corresponds with this episode. Finally, remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com for more information about how we serve homeschooling families. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. So I first recorded this episode in the fall of 2020, and it is all about unschooling. And I've recently gone back and listened to this episode, and I still think it is so good and that it has so much relevance. I feel like it's one of those episodes that will always be relevant. It's just a timeless episode. So with the exception of a few little things that I say in here that mark the time, but the actual content, the purpose of the episode will always be relevant. So I hope that you listen to this, that you enjoy it and learn a lot from it. All right, enjoy today's episode. So today we are going to talk about unschooling. Now, if you have been a homeschooler for a while, you have most certainly heard this term, unschooling. But stay with me, even if you've been homeschooling, because I'm going to share some interesting things that I think you're going to like. So if you are new to homeschooling, you may have heard the term unschooling, but you might feel a little bit confused and wonder what this really is. So what is unschooling? Now to begin with, unschooling is considered one form or style of homeschooling. And to each family, the word unschooling might have a bit of a different meaning. So let's start with what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that you ignore your child's need for education. Doesn't mean that you aren't parenting your child. Unschooling does mean that you approach education with a very different mindset than the traditional public school system. Now, some unschoolers don't use any traditional curriculum. Some use curriculum as needed. Then there are others who say, we unschool for everything except, now you can fill in the blank. However, I'll tell you that except usually is math and reading. So they might say, we unschool for everything except math and reading. Now, radical unschoolers would say that if you have to say the word except, then you aren't unschooling, which is why there's that terminology, radical unschoolers. Now, there is actually quite a bit of different terminology that could also fall under the umbrella of unschooling. So you're going to find, if you're new to homeschooling, that there are a lot of different ways that people homeschool their kids. It is not the cookie cutter style that you largely find in the public school system. Now, if you are doing school at home, 
the messages that we're sharing at Homeschool Think Tank are not going to be so relevant for you because you don't have the flexibility of true homeschooling. You don't have the same options that we have as true homeschoolers. So we actually have a, an article called School at Home and Homeschooling, something like that. And it, it's talking about the differences. And I wrote that article because I didn't want people who were doing school at home, but calling themselves homeschoolers to think they're homeschooling and absolutely hate it. It's so different. So anyway, let's move forward here. If you are a true homeschooler, then unschooling is an option for you. Now, you might have different challenges based on where you live due to the laws around homeschooling your kids. But I can assure you, there are unschoolers everywhere. Regardless of what the law is, they have found a way to unschool and still remain legal with how they are doing things. So you might have to be a little more creative depending on where you live and how regulated education is where you live. I feel like I got a little bit off track there, so I'm going to recap this to make sure I don't miss anything. So unschooling means that you approach education with a very different mindset than the traditional public school system. Some unschoolers don't use any traditional curriculum. Some use curriculum as needed. Then there are others who say we unschool for everything except. Now, unschooling also doesn't mean that your child does nothing all day. To the contrary, unschooling children are generally involved in some sort of project or have an interest that is innately educational. So it is often said that when a child transitions from going to school, so if your kid's been going to public school, to homeschooling, that the child needs to be de-schooled or unschooled. Now, you might say, why? Why do we need to do this? And the answer to that is because school is not the equivalent of education or learning. To be educated or to learn, one does not need to be in a school environment. Now, sure, education and learning can happen in a school environment, but it is not necessary. And school, education, and learning are different. They do not have the same meaning. So, in essence, when somebody says your child needs to be de-schooled or unschooled, what they're really saying is your kid needs to rediscover the love of learning that they were born with, but was likely schooled out of him or her. So, you know, for many kids, school is just not their cup of tea, and it really does just kill their desire to learn. And the other thing, thing that happens in school is you are told what you ought to learn and what you need to do instead of thinking, hmm, I wonder about that, and then going out and learning. So I'm going to share a few different perspectives on unschooling, and then I'm going to share a little bit of my own story here with you toward the end. Oh, and I want to say, I don't because I don't want to go down the whole path between education, school, and learning and the differences in this episode, but I do want you to know that I did a four-part series about the differences between school, education, and learning, and the first episode is called, What Do You Believe About Education? And you can find that just a few episodes back. 
Also, in the article that corresponds with this episode, you'll find the links to that episode and many more things that I talk about inside this podcast episode. So please check out the blog post to find any of the resources that we mention in this episode. Now, according to the online etymology dictionary, de-schooling is the act or process of removing the function of education from conventional schools to non-institutional systems of learning. So I'll say that again. De-schooling is the act or process of removing the function of education from conventional schools to non-institutional systems of learning. So education from home, right? So that would be one way to look at de-schooling. Now, this term was coined in 1970 by Austrian-born U.S. anarchist philosopher Ivan Ilyich. I had to remember how to say it. I had to look this up because I didn't know how to say his name. And honestly, a month and a half ago, I had never heard of this man. Now, I have quite a bit of knowledge about him. And I'll share a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. So, when you have a little time, you might want to read a paper called Deschooling Society. And I have a link to that paper. You can get the link free. It's right here in the article. There's all, you can also get the book. So when I say paper, it's like a long paper, short book. You could also get the book on Amazon, Deschooling Society. And you'll want to have a little bit of time, some peace and quiet and a comfy chair before you dive in. It is very philosophical. He was a philosopher, so it's not a quick read, but it is interesting. Let's say it's not a quick read like a a typical blog post, right? It's lengthier, but it's not super long. It's not so long you can't get through it. (laughs) So, all right. Now, I was doing all sorts of homework because while I have my own definition of unschooling in my head, I wanted to really look at more of the history and where the term comes from more, and other people's perspectives. And it turns out my perspective matches most people's perspective pretty well. But I found another article called The Foundations of Unschooling by Patrick Ferenga. And Patrick says that unschooling is a term first coined by the John Holt to mean learning and teaching that does not resemble school learning and teaching. Patrick also says, and I quote, I broadly define unschooling as allowing your children as much freedom to explore the world around them in their own ways as you can comfortably bear. I see unschooling in the light of partnership, not in the light of dominance of a child's wishes over a parent's or vice versa. Now, I found one portion of his phrase really interesting because I could really relate with it. Now, before I I point that out to you, I'm going to sort of, I've written this article already, but I always do things a little different in the podcast episode. And and inevitably, there are things in the article that I don't get into the podcast and there are things in the podcast I don't get into the article. So it's always sort of nice to look at them both. But there is a book I read really early on in my homeschooling years. And it's called The Unschooling Handbook, How to Use the Whole World as Your Child's Classroom. And it's by Mary Griffith. And I have to say that book really impacted me in a a long-term way because I could really see how there is so much more to education than the traditional school classroom. 
provides. But what I found is that I had been, I was a really good student in school. And I had been so well conditioned by the public education system that even though I could see, I could see this whole world of unschooling, I never really had the courage to fully unschool my kids. And that comes for a few reasons. One is I also have a spouse and I don't think he could ever quite see that fully. And I always felt that little bit of pressure, even if he didn't say anything, that I need to do more in the way that schools do. But the biggest reason was not because I have a spouse, but because I was afraid of the State Department of Education coming and knocking on my door and not being able to definitively prove that I was educating my children. When you have curriculum and you're using curriculum every day, you can definitively show that you are educating your children, that you are doing math, you're doing history, you're doing science, you're, you're doing all the things, right? But when you're truly unschooling, that becomes a little bit more difficult to prove, even though as a parent, you can see very well what's working, what's what working. And at times, you can quite clearly see the curriculum is not working, but you still feel compelled to move forward with that because you fear the government, basically. Now, this is actually really hard for me to talk about. I have a difficult time sometimes talking about my own personal things because I am still homeschooling my own kids and I don't ever want to cause my family problems, right? So that can be difficult. And the other part of that is you know that if the, say your state department of education comes knocking on your door, they don't share your mindset. They don't understand how you think. So while (laughs) metaphorically speaking, this may all be fruit. You may be comparing apples and oranges. So it all may be education, but educating your children in a traditional public school way is very different than unschooling. And there is a very, very different mindset that goes with that. And it is very difficult to break free of that mindset. And I have to say that the longer I have homeschooled, the more clearly I have seen how well we have all been indoctrinated. And it quite bothers me, honestly. But also, even when I can see a different way for my own children, how it's hard to actually implement that because of how I was educated. And I feel very fortunate. I actually feel like for most of my schooling, I had some really good teachers. But I also really strongly feel that I am what public schools are looking for. Now, I have a sister who, you know what? She 
Public schools were not made for her. It was a horrible experience for her. She's so creative, so smart in so many different ways. But public school was not for her. It was not created for somebody like her. And for her, unschooling would have been amazing, amazing. Because she could have really grown with those creative gifts. So it's really difficult for parents to break free from the school at home method. And it's even more difficult to unschool even if you can see that this is how this could be better. I I actually believe it takes quite a bit of courage to be a true unschooler. So kudos to you if you're doing it all the way. I think it takes courage and I think it takes a lot of faith in your own ability to to give your children a really rich environment and to just trust their natural learning instincts. And kids do have that. They so have that. And I think we can train it out of them. I really believe we can just train the desire to learn right out of a child. Okay, so now I got really off track, but I wanted to share this with you because I think I think you need to hear it. <laughs> and I think if you're unschooling, you understand that those feelings and I think if you're uns- you want to unschool but you're doing the we unschool for everything except <laughs> you know and believe me, I have been all over the board in my years of homeschooling my kids. But I'm going to share some more things with you that can help you if you have the desire to unschool your kids that can help you find solace in that, to help you find some peace in making that decision. So let's move forward. Okay, so the last thing I was talking to you about was the quote by Patrick Feringa, and he wrote the article, The Foundations of Unschooling, and he said that unschooling is a term first coined by the John Holt to mean learning and teaching that does not resemble school learning and teaching. Patrick also says, I broadly define unschooling as allowing your children as much freedom to explore the world around them in their own ways as you the parent, I'm adding that, the parent, can comfortably bear. I see unschooling in the light of partnership, not in the light of the dominance of a child's wishes over a parent's or vice versa. So the reason I told you that whole story was because of the quote that he has with allowing your children as much freedom to explore the world around them in their own ways as you can comfortably bear. I could not comfortably bear to just allow my kids to do it totally on their own. And I actually, I genuinely believe if I would have, they would have learned even more. I, I really think that by trying to put curriculum in their way, it discouraged a lot of learning. So I, th- I think they've done the most and learned the most when I get out of their way and allow them 
to flourish. I, I really believe that. And I can see where curriculum dampened their desire to learn in some ways. But, you know, you don't have to teach math, especially beginning math, out of a textbook. It's absolutely unnecessary. You can play Yahtzee with your kids and you can get a pad and paper out and just show them how to add the numbers. You can play Monopoly. You can play, you know, there are so, so many games that you can play with your kids and teach them, especially in those early years, those basics, those fundamentals. And then as they get older, they're actually even more able to seek out those resources on their own. And you can visit with other parents and find more games for whatever direction your kid is really going in. And you can you can see your children's innate abilities. Yes, you want to make sure that they have the basics for so many different things. And you want to make sure that you meet your state's requirements because you don't want to cause yourself problems. But the way you go about helping your children learn does not need to resemble from a practical standpoint. Legally, I'm not talking about legal standpoints at all. But from a practical learning and educational standpoint, it does not need to look like it does in a public school. That's the simple truth (laughs) of that. So just know, whatever your child wants to learn, there is another way, a more interesting way, a non-curriculum way to learn it. And you know, if your kid needs the curriculum, if they, let's say you have a child that's just really geared toward mathematics and they're probably going to want to do the curriculum because they find it interesting. So I see unschooling. I don't see unschooling as we don't use curriculum. I see it as if it suits us, if we need it, sure, we'll use curriculum until it doesn't suit us or we don't need it. That's how I see that because you don't want to limit your child's ability to learn And if the curriculum is the best way for them to learn, then go for it. If it's not, find another way. That is what unschooling is about. It's it's really focused on what the child has interest in and learning. But likewise, making sure that you give the child opportunity to learn the other things that they need to learn. For example, your child will never learn to read if you have nothing to read in the house, right? So you must have things to read for the child to learn to read. And that could be said for anything else as well. Now, I mentioned to you the article, The Foundations of Unschooling by Pat Faringa. And I hope I'm saying his name correctly. I'm really not positive. But for those of you who are new to the phrase unschooling, John Holt is a common household name with homeschoolers. And John Holt is the author of How Children Learn and many other books. He is widely considered the father of unschooling. And Patrick Ferenga published the magazine that John Holt founded, Growing Without Schooling. And that magazine is no longer in publication. But John Holt is a big name. And if Patrick Ferenga was publishing, the publisher or helped publish that magazine. I don't know exactly how it worked. Growing without schooling, then his quotes hold weight for me. Now, in that same article, The Foundations of Unschooling by Pat Faringa, you'll read, Unschooling is the freedom for anyone, 
young or old, to choose why, what, when, how, and from whom to learn things is a key element in John Holt's work. In short, if you don't have the freedom to choose what to think about, then you are in mental slavery. Of course, we can choose to subordinate ourselves to a teacher, the master-pupil relationship, in order to accomplish or learn something. But that relationship only works well if the student wants to learn that subject or work with that teacher. So I'm going to share a little bit more in relationship with this quote. Unschooling is the freedom for anyone, young or old. Now I'm going to use myself as an example. I'll be the old one. My children are the young ones. To choose why, what, when, and how, and from whom to learn things. Now, I would have to say, I feel like I have really been homeschooling for the last three years and homeschooling myself. And it works the same for my children. So here is my example. Homeschool Think Tank is my example of my homeschooling or unschooling project. So let's start with why. Why did I start Homeschool Think Tank? Well, at first, I just wanted to learn how to publish a book because my oldest daughter was writing a novel and I could recognize that she is going to want to publish someday. So I started not with Homeschool Think Tank, but with a notebook saying, hmm, what do I want to write about? And I decided to write about homeschooling because I know a lot about it and I have a lot of experience. So the what, while I knew quite a bit about homeschooling and I had a lot of experience, I certainly don't know everything. I don't know everything now and I didn't know everything then and I will never know everything. But the when, I decided that was in October of 2017, I decided I would write a book and I decided to wait until January of 2018 because I wanted to get through the holiday season and then start it. In the meantime, I came up with a name, Homeschool Think Tank. In the meantime, I started having this great vision about, hmm, I could write a book, but maybe I'll do more. The how. It was a big deal when I purchased the domain, Homeschool Think Tank. I didn't know how to start a website. I had no idea how to do it. I just bought a domain name and I was literally jumping up and down with excitement because I bought a domain name and I was so stinking proud of myself for figuring out how to start a website, which really I hadn't even started it. I didn't know how. I just bought the domain name, but that was the first step, right? Researching it, doing that and Googling, making sure nobody else was using the name Homeschool Think Tank. All sorts of other steps happened in that time frame. All sorts of other steps. And then from whom to learn things. That was another part of that. So why, what, when, how, and from whom? Hmm, I learned a whole lot from YouTube. That's who I learned from. I didn't have time to go to business school. I'm a homeschooling mom. I didn't have time to go take classes. I'm a homeschooling mom. 
I learned how to do this while unloading the dishwasher and listening to YouTube. And then I actually, I didn't even have a very good smartphone. I literally had a Target smartphone before this started. And at some point I needed a better phone to do the things I wanted to do for this business. So I bought an iPhone. And then I looked at that little purple icon and went, hmm, podcasts, I've heard of those. So I I listened. And from there, I learned so much more. So it wasn't just YouTube anymore. It was podcasts. So consider this. It's 2020 right now. At the end of 2017, I didn't know what a podcast was. I had no idea how to start a website. I didn't know how to write or publish a book. Didn't know any of this. And now I know all of these things because I want to help my kids. But now because I've learned these things, my oldest daughter is really into graphic design and designing things. And while she has not published that book, and I don't know if she will, she still writes somewhat. She started college classes and that honestly, the college stuff got in the way of her writing, which she's like a dual credit homeschooled college student that is not homeschooling. (laughs) with my oldest we're not true homeschoolers because she does college stuff too but she's doing a lot of graphic design stuff as well at the college so that's what she's into and we're nurturing that and actually she's picking up an extra photography class because she really loves photography and so these are all things that have come out of this too and because My oldest daughter writes, my younger daughter writes as well, and that's on her own. It's not a school assignment for me, but she writes books. So my unschooling experience as an adult, the old person, young or old, I had my why, I had my what, I had my when, I had my how, and I had my from whom I am learning things. And I'll tell you what, I'm learning a whole lot more than just about a website. I learned about public speaking because hmm, at some point I started doing Toastmasters because I wanted to do a podcast and to become a better speaker for this. Now I haven't continued Toastmasters. I want to start up again because I only have so much bandwidth. I can't do everything at once. But then I've learned graphic design because I didn't have a graphic designer. You know, I did a little bit at the beginning to help with a logo, but then I've had to do a lot myself. I've had to do website stuff. I've had to learn about the books and the book publishing. So many things. I have to look at analytics. Even my geography is getting better because on the podcast, I can see who is listening in the world to this podcast. So with every new country that starts listening, My geography is getting better. This is what unschooling looks like. And my daughter, she came to me and said, hey, mom, can we start a podcast together? So we're going to start working on one. But I'm not allowed to tell you what it is because she wants it to be her own thing. But these are just like really cool things. And so now she's doing a logo for that. And then she'll be learning about the website. And my other daughter, she's really into snakes. So she'll do things with that. That's what unschooling looks like. So I just wanted to sort of relate that for you. Okay, now I also discovered, I'm moving forward now. I also discovered this really easy to read simple article all the way back from 2013 about unschooling. Now I loved this article and I linked to it in the in the blog post. 
and it includes a little bit about the history of the word unschooling, and it's quite interesting. I would encourage you to check it out. And I have to say, I believe that that article is as relevant now as it was in 2013. Now, here's one really great quote from the article. And by the way, the article is called Unschooling or Homeschooling. It was published with the Family Unschoolers Network, and their acronym is FUN. And the author was Billy Greer from November 15th, 2013. I actually discovered the article in the Wayback Internet Archive. If you haven't checked that out, it's just sort of fun to check out. So school, here's what Billy said. School is a case of knowledge that someone else has determined to be important, chasing after the student. While unschooling puts the student chasing after the knowledge that they have decided is important. And I really love this quote. I'm going to read it again. School is a case of knowledge that someone else has determined to be important, chasing after the student. While unschooling puts the student chasing after the knowledge that they have decided is important. I really think that defines unschooling very nicely. Now in that same article, here's a little bit more of a quote. I would love to just read the whole article, but I don't think I can do that under US copyright law. But just taking some snippets is one thing. But like I said, there is the entire article linked in this blog post. All right, here's another quote from that article by Billy Greer. What is it that unschoolers do? Where do you find a curriculum package that will help you to be an unschooler? The reason that unschooling is hard to explain and hard for some people to understand is that it is not a technique that can be broken down to a step-by-step process. Rather, unschooling is an attitude, a way of life, where most homeschooling puts the emphasis on what needs to be learned Unschooling puts the emphasis on who is doing the learning. This makes it a very personalized experience and one that does not lend itself well to the one-size-fits-all approach of a commercial curriculum package. So I really think that is just, that little article of his just sums it up so nicely. It's, It's concise, it's short, it works. But I really wanted to bring in different people's perspectives on what unschooling is here so that you can see while I may have my perspective and we may share a perspective with homeschool think tank, there are other perspectives as well. But overall, these have very overlapping themes. Now, even within the style of homeschooling called unschooling, there are a variety of other terms. Now, we'll be visiting about these terms more in the future. So if you're new to homeschooling, this is a lot to take in. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode, that you learned a lot from it. Now, I want to encourage you to check the link that goes with this podcast episode. It will be in the show notes below. And visit that article because it will have more information about unschooling, more videos, resources, books, just information that I believe you will find helpful if you are considering an unschooling. 
And even if you aren't considering unschooling, some of the information in there is still helpful and you'll still learn a lot from it. Now, on another note, I am a certified life coach and a homeschool consultant. And what I do is I help homeschooling parents like yourself with the day-to-day aspects of homeschooling and I answer your questions about the technicalities of homeschooling your children. So I really was thinking about this while I was re-listening to this podcast episode and I feel like where, you know, I wanted to unschool my kids completely and I just didn't really have the wherewithal at the time to do that. I really think life coaching could have helped me in that process and just helped me trust myself, I suppose, to to do that well. And, you know, I'm never like, you should unschool or you should use curriculum or you should use this method or that. I really feel like every family has their own preferences. There are a lot of factors when you're choosing the style of homeschooling that you want to use because you need to consider yourself and how you show up as a parent, your children, what's in the best interest of them, what works for your family as a whole. There are a lot of considerations. And I want to say you never have to like be stuck in one style of homeschooling. If something's not working for you, then change it. Do something different. But this is just something where I'm like, I I actually remember at one point in my life thinking, I need somebody to just help me with things. And I didn't even know life coaching was a thing. I didn't know anything about it, but it was exactly what I wanted in my mind. And I remember thinking, way back when that I wish I just had a homeschooling mom who has been there, done that, and somebody I could just like ask all the questions to. That's part of why I decided to do this because sometimes you just need some outside perspective. You need somebody that you can ask questions of, but you also need somebody to just help you navigate the day in and day out of homeschooling your kids. And also, taking care of yourself at the same time. So I really want to encourage you to sign up for a consultation with me. You can learn more about that in the article that goes with this episode. But again, there are a lot of other resources about unschooling as well. All right, that's it for today. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.